Erica, what's up? What's up? Not much. How's it going? It's, it's been going. a while. Yeah, like you know, we were just talking about it. It's been it's been at least ten years. I mean, we've been out of school. I'm not gonna age us here, but almost twelve. <laughs> well, I'm growing hair in my ears, so I'm fucking old. <laughs> I know, at this point, it doesn't You're even like matter. Like a sago palm coming out of there. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't gonna say anything. I'm just <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a long time, but uh, yeah, so. How have you been? How's everything? Good. Just, uh, you know, running gyms and raising a baby and living Congratulations. Life. Thanks. How yeah. old? She's 18 months, so a year and a half. Oh, Lord. And that's a thing. You know, it's great. <laughs> Hell on wheels. It, All over the hey, place, right? you ain't lying. After a year, it's just not eating nothing. I mean, and the independence right now is, it's insane. And I don't yeah. know where she gets it from. Uh, what do no, you mean? I'm kidding. Between, <laughs> if you've ever met her dad, he's the same way. So we both are very uh, strong-willed people. And at a very young age, I saw her be this person. So she is who she is already. It's pretty cool. It's <laughs> pretty cool to what's see. What's funny is, you know, before kids, you appreciate silence and, and peace and oh. quietness. Now it just it just means mischief. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's, so true. Yeah. She's what quiet. I'm like. What are you eating or shoving up your nose <laughs> or throwing or like something bad? Yeah. What yeah. sucks is they become like triathlon athletes. You can't catch them. No. <laughs> they, no. they, they could turn on a dime. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a, a four year old stepdaughter and an 11 year old. And then uh, the four year old, her name's Etta. So oh. yeah, anytime she's in her room and it's completely quiet. Something's going on. Something's mm-hmm. She's building like some bullshit that's it, like take out on me and her mom. Something's going mm-hmm. on. She's plotting. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Can't be trusted. No. Nah. Because they're like cats, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't trust them. Do you have any pets? We have, uh, now we have one dog. We just lost our border collie. I had her for over 10 years. Oh, deepest condolences. Yeah, we just lost her. Um, border collie? Oh, man, that's she a gorgeous was, breed, dude. She yeah. was the goat. Anybody that to know her was to love her. So, yeah. mm. <laughs> um, so that was rough. But we have a little wiener dog who's like 13 and he's just hanging in there strong, you know? chill all the time <laughs> and like sunbathing and doesn't want anything to do with the daughter. Like, they're not pals. He's what? like, no, nah, he wants her to leave him alone. He's too old for that. Yeah, he can't yeah. be bothered. Yeah. He's like, where did you come from? Yeah. <laughs> what are you and can you leave me alone? Yeah. <laughs> She's a must, she's adorable. Must still be a pup. Yeah, your little girl. She's she's very very cute, very Thank cute you. kid. Y'all did good. I mean, I think so, but you know, I'm partial there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a uh, little backstory to everyone listening. Erica and I have known each other since like third grade. Very long time. A yeah. long ass time, you know. And she was this was my dog in in, in high school. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we we kicked it. You Partners know, like, in crime hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She kept me out of trouble. Or in trouble. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I completely understand. Tell there, but. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we we go way back, you know, and I figured we'd have her on, you know, and uh, talk about you know CrossFit and everything you do, because uh, me and uh, uh, Bravo, we've been wanting to get back into uh, fitness and stuff like that. I mean, mm-hmm. see what happens after <laughs> ten years after high school. <laughs> Most people. Yeah, yeah. So you get uh, comfortable, complacent. Yeah, and you enjoy food. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I can't get enough food or this or. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So um, 2021, like, how was it for you? Like a little recap on it. Of, of the year? Yeah. Uh, so little baby, right? She's not even a year old. So we're trying to navigate that. And then yeah. I run gyms. Yeah. So we were trying to figure out, you know, how to navigate COVID. Mm. Um, mm. That was a big thing because in 2020, we actually had to shut down for a couple months. Um, so 2021 was just getting our bearings kind of going again and yeah. making oh, sure man. people are staying well. Did and... y'all start, by, did y'all start up in 2020? No. So the gym has been open since 2009. Oh God. Yeah. Bless so you. one location yeah. since 2009, the other since 2011. Which locations? Uh, so CrossFit Beaumont is right. one of our locations in the CrossFit Mid County. So the gyms have been open that long and I stepped in in 20, well, I started in 2012. So I've been around for 10 years. Um, but I really stepped into the business in like 2015 oh, after man. coaching for a couple of years. So I that was a whole new world for us to try to like figure out. But I can't imagine how nerve wracking it was, you know, whenever 2019 hit, you know, or, or oh, late 2000. Yeah. You know, and then be like, oh, well, yeah. it's really bad timing because I'm like massive pregnant 
I mean, like literally third trimester pregnant, 30 something weeks. We have to close the gyms. I go back and we finally open up. I'm like, I've got five weeks left. So Mm. then I have to go on maternity leave almost as soon as we open back up. Mm. Thankfully, I'm not the only competent person. We have a lot of staff who are really great and handle everything while it's gone. I didn't have to worry about that. But if I wasn't in the position where I could trust people, that would have been even worse. So that was a it's been an interesting couple years, to say the least. Uh, Lots of ups and downs and figuring yeah. out but yeah i'm sure your emotions were all over the place too you know being pregnant at that oh time oh my and gosh yeah <laughs> and then like, you can't work out and like oh dang yeah. it <laughs> the world is literally gonna end <laughs> and i'm bringing a human to this terrible earth like oh yeah i completely understand that yeah and i think i just uh just saw a post it was like a 10 year like a uh, deal for yeah, one of the gyms so i just that was my 10 years of doing uh, crossfit okay so i finished high school and cheered in college yeah so Amelia went off to cheer in college won a national title with that Damn and then was like well i've been doing this for a long time i don't really want to do it anymore i'm burned out on it so yeah. came back home cheered at lamar briefly just for fun and then was like okay i really am done cheering like i'm over it yeah decided to start doing crossfit because i was like i want to do something like yeah. i don't know i walked in a globo gym or we call them globo gyms i walked into like a tra- traditional gym and i was like I don't even know what to do. Like I've never worked out in this setting before. Except I've always done, you know, cheerleading and stuff. So I was yeah. like, I don't even what what is a leg press? What is a calf raise? I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Didn't feel comfortable. Um, went to a CrossFit class. We had our free week, or they had their free week at the time, and uh, I just loved it. And I was like, this is so much fun. I don't yeah. feel like I'm forcing myself to do this. Like, this is fun. I'm enjoying yeah. this. So I just kept doing it, and the path of kind of my life and career took off, and it wasn't supposed to be my job. I mean, I was just yeah. going to college and wanted to coach so I didn't have to bartend anymore. Right, right. Uh, what, were you going <laughs> to, uh, what did you end up going to college for? So my degree is in nutrition, dietetics. Okay. So okay. I still do that. Cool. Uh, cool. I do like consulting and stuff with clients. And obviously a lot of our CrossFit clients are my clients as well. Nice. Um, so it worked out. Like it was It was just like this like snowball of like, just, yeah. just say yes. Just you know, like circle. this feels good. <laughs> just say yes. This feels good. Just say yes. And yeah. It just kind of took off into turning into like a whole thing and now it's full-time gig it's pretty cool that was kind of rough because i know a good double double cheeseburger from burger king feels pretty good but (laughs) (laughs) damn it man that that takes a lot of discipline actually no no, i mean i think that's like the biggest misconception with like fitness is that people think you have to be like a hundred percent or zero percent like i'm sitting here right now with you guys drinking a beer like yeah i did some work this morning i did a workout and now I'm going to enjoy myself. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, you're every single piece of your being. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you don't have to never enjoy a burger or this or that. Like, no, you're it's abso- not about that. You're it's absolutely about- right, you know. And it, I think uh, just social media, you know, not to cut you off, but social sure. media just sort of uh, it, it plays sure a big role. Right. It plays a big role as well because, like, we see people on social media. We think, oh, we, we can get in the gym and look like that, like that. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, it takes time. You yeah, have to, mm-hmm. you know, baby steps. Yeah. And I mean, it's not linear, right? So right. you're going to be up and down the whole time. So you might be super disciplined for a couple of months and then you might think you need a break and take some time off or whatever. And that's yeah. how your kind of health route goes. I mean, yeah. removing the pressure and just saying, like, hey, I'm going to do something and that's better than nothing and kind of let that be good. Yeah. Yeah, and you've always been like active, you know what I'm saying? So, yes, I'm, I'm sure you just want to like attach yourself to something productive, you know? One, the reason isn't even, it's never been about appearance. Like, mm. it, you know, I didn't start doing cheerleading because I thought it was going to make me look a certain way. Like, right. I thought it was fun. So, like, yeah. when I started doing CrossFit, I was like, this is just fun. Yeah. Like, it, this isn't, I didn't even look at it like a, oh, I'm forcing myself to do this so I can look like whatever i was like no just this is fun so it It was never for vanity's sake no yeah it was just like i want to enjoy it like i want to have something that brings me joy most people don't have hobbies as adults Mm, right and that sucks because then you don't have really any identity so for me it was like yeah sure it can be your job or your fitness program but it's like fun too so yeah yeah and you you know it's like when you don't have a hobby you just get caught up in this routine you get bored and just tired you know of everything of life cookie cutter life right we just talked about that on the uh our the last episode with uh hop avenue you know you just get caught up in this routine repetitiveness yeah you get you get tired of it you get bored of it you know so find a hobby everyone yeah (laughs) well you just you have to have like a purpose in your life right and for a lot of people they attach that to their kids but then 
their kids graduate and they're like, oh, I have nothing. Right. You know, it's like, realize, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. And I feel that because having Madeline, I was like, I don't have time right now for my hobbies. Like, yeah, I'm a shell of who I used to be. But over time, like you find that again, but you have to fight to keep that. Like, yeah, our lives are so busy these days. Like the world doesn't afford us time to just chill and be ourselves right you have to create that time yeah so how are you guys managing to you know like uh, raise a kid as well as do everything you're already doing i'm sure it's a challenge time management and asking yeah. for help a lot yeah. uh, i mean we have a wonderful sitter she just started doing day school um asking my husband for help <laughs> when i need it him asking me our parents i mean when they say it takes a village like just recruiting help because yeah, i know it comes together yeah they have to because if not like I'm not good for her or him if I'm not taking care of me at all. Exactly. Right. So, I mean, literally asking for help and finding it, whether you're paying for it or you have it built in with family, like get it where you can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so you're uh, like a, you're a coach at the uh, at one of the gyms or multiple. Both, yes. So I'm a coach at our Beaumont and our McKenning gym. OK, that's awesome. Uh, so just for like a newcomer, like coming in, mm -hmm. like uh, I'm sure it's scary for them. But like what's the enrollment process like? Yeah. So for most people, they obviously think like there's this hurdle, like I'm not fit enough to start or something. Like that. But <laughs> yeah. anytime you walk yeah, into the gym, and <laughs> you say that but like if you walk in and like a class is going on, you're going to see like 10 different types of people. Yeah. So, you know, you might have like, for instance, my 5 a.m. class. I have a guy who's 70 years old. I have a girl who's 23 years old. Yeah. She's trying to compete. He's just trying to get off the toilet. Like right. their goals are different. Yeah. But the way they're going about it's the same way. Mm. So remember, first of all, when you walk into the gym of any type, that everyone's goals are just to be fitter, yeah. whether you know, you're following the same route or not. But yeah. um, for us, we offer free classes every Saturday at 10. So people can obviously just show up and at try. At both locations? At both locations, yeah. Saturday? Awesome. Yes, Saturday at 10. Yes. <laughs> free class. You just walk in. There's no like... Yeah, there's nothing, no reason to not do it, right? You have yeah. nothing to lose. Absolutely. So you can walk so in and try. For? I'm just going to toss ropes. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, good question. You tell me. <laughs> so yeah, no, free class every Saturday awesome. 10. And then uh, if someone wants to start, we do like a fundamental session with them, like a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. Bring them in, go over movements, like teach them how to safely do stuff. We do a lot of barbell and weighted movements. And a lot of people have no formal training, but that's where we come in. We yeah, all have formal training. It's crazy you say that because I was about to say it's all about formal absolutely and focusing on one part of what you need to get at yeah. yeah absolutely so that's our that's our thing right you yeah. show up and we tell you how to do it and what to do and that's what's teach up. You how to do it right so yeah yeah kind of guiding people along the way for sure for sure that's awesome you know I, you the just going into any gym you know you think people are like looking at you and that, that's always my my deal mm -hmm. you know i'll go into a gym and i'm like oh fuck I don't know how to do this. I don't look crazy in front of all these people. But everybody's thinking the same thing. Right. You know, right, like, right. you're all human. You're all the same things going through everybody's head. Yeah. Like yeah. no one's thinking like, Ugh, look at this person trying to get fit. They're stupid. No, they're like, cool, tight. Good job, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it seems like especially in the like the CrossFit community, you guys are just like a tight, like bunch of people. Like you have this bond with each other. It's shared suffering. Yeah. Ah, so that's okay. what brings people together. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you're going through this workout and you know you're not doing it alone. That's what brings people together as like family units too. Yeah. You know, like yeah, it's true. you go through these like deaths or good points of birthdays, like yeah. all these life experiences bring them together. It's the same thing with everyday workout experiences. I mean, your shared suffering brings people together. And then you find like random people you might have never connected with otherwise that you find friendship in because yeah. You do realize you have these different connections. As adults, it's really hard to make friends. Oh, right. you know? yeah, for sure. Yeah. You're like, where, where do I meet people? Yeah. Because <laughs> I have all these different things I'm into. Yeah. Like, how do I find people that are in the same stuff? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, very true. Oh, yeah. yeah. To develop that camaraderie. Yeah. And finding the right friends, too. You mm -hmm. know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So is uh, your little one, like, I'm sure she she's watching you do your workouts every morning. Is she's she, not uh, quite to that point yet. She's yeah, kind she's of, so she baby. kind of is like, what the heck's going on? Like, yeah. why are you doing that? Like, well, well, she'll see us, like, jumping, and she tries to jump, or, yeah. and she loves, like, running around the gym, but she doesn't really have any context yet of what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. But I feel like it's coming, yeah. right? Like, I see her wheels turning, <laughs> which I'm excited for, because we have a lot of our members that have watched, kind of raise their kids in the gym. You know, they have yeah. to bring them during the summer or whatever and 
the kids think it's funny. They're like, oh, I'm going to do burpees. And, mm-hmm. and, they, and like no one in their right mind would do that intentionally. And here right. you are just throwing yourself on the floor. Like. <laughs> but they think it's fun. So I'm like, that's tight that like this is the next generation we get to raise of mm-hmm. like yeah. kids that aren't punishing themselves, you know, only doing it for whatever reason. Like I was talking about, like, they're finding it fun. Yeah. Like that's how I want her to feel like. Yeah. And I'm not going to, like, make her do it. Like, I want to do something that she enjoys. You know, my Absolutely. husband is super Absolutely. into music. If she loves music, yeah, that's great. If she doesn't, he's probably going to make us give her away. But, <laughs> you know. but no. also she gets to have that knowledge, too, especially as she grows. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. We that, which is good. Cause, whatever. Because yeah. I can tell you how many times I went to the gym thinking I'm, I'm, I'm killing it, doing awesome, all I'm doing is working myself to death and sweating, not working any one point, one part. I'm just like, <laughs> oh, I'll <lift." laughs> Yeah, well, our uh, so Etta, the our four year old, uh, I definitely want her to be into cars. Mm-hmm. You know, if not, then uh, I don't want anything to do with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's gonna have to find a new home. <laughs> yeah, the eleven year old, she's a uh, she's girly girl right now, so she's into TikTok and all that junk. Oh you yeah, know? so I'm dealing with that. That's an interesting age too. Oh my god, it's it's insane. Ugh, I feel like the point at which they grow up keeps getting inched further back you know it was yeah like 13 years old i'm still yeah. like playing with barbies and these days 11 year olds are like putting makeup on and stuff oh for sure like for I'm like, christmas y'all look grown right and it's like for christmas they don't want anything other than this like uh-huh. an iphone or you mm-hmm. know a tablet mm-hmm. they don't know what toys are no you yeah. know even that like you know the babies you know we have to watch uh what she's watching you know on tv uh youtube and all that stuff because yeah i mean we just live in a different time and even like tablets and stuff you know like yeah. I'll, I'll notice like Madeline will try to grab my phone like oh, and I she's like it. phone phone I'm like yeah you know I, it makes me have to feel conscious about how much I'm on in front of her because I'm like she's they're Absolutely. watching everything they, they they're watch watching everything. everything for sure and if that's all you do that's all they're gonna want to do mm. for sure know? for sure because yeah I mean it's crazy and schools use technology so much now too like yeah. they send kids home with book like macbooks or ipads or whatever it's oh like, for yeah, sure of course and they're gonna think it's the coolest thing yeah, ever why, yeah. why let them get attached to influencers on the phone when you can be the number one influencer at home absolutely yeah you, know, you go it, out there in the yard working picking up sticks and like yeah, yeah i need a pile this big and don't steal from mine. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, that's that's a heavy piece of ownership a lot of parents don't want to take. Of course not. Right. It's the responsibility. responsibility of right. knowing that you're the one shaping this kid. You right. know, so like my degrees in nutrition, for example, and I'll have parents be like, hey, Erica, I really want you to talk to my kid. Like they're not eating enough xyz enough vegetables yeah. or maybe like they're not drinking enough water. And I'm like, well, what are, what behavior are you modeling at home? Right. What exactly. Are you, what are right. You, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I'm like, I mean, that I, you hate to hear it, but that's where they got it from. Right. But you have to take that ownership because that's yeah. the only way the whole family is going to change. Right. Yeah, that, that's crazy you say that. I've had a friend of mine come over and he's like, bro, how do you do it? Every time <laughs> you and your daughter come out and help us, she's right there with you. I don't know how to motivate my kids. And I'm like, hearing you talk, I wonder why. <laughs> it's learned. It's not, yeah. They're not enthused about it. You know? right. just like, Come on, we do this. We mop the kitchen. We can go out and play. Yeah. And then mopping the kitchen goes in and cleaning the whole house. I'm like, you know what? We're going to go to the movies. Yeah, <laughs> We're right? going to treat ourselves. Yeah. We accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it, it also, like you said, in school, you know what I'm saying? Like at 2020, they were like getting taught via Zoom and Skype and all this mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like at home. Mm-hmm. So it's like all they know is, you know, a screen now. Oh, yeah. I say it all the time. I joke about it. I tell our uh, 11 year old, I remember when you could hear the internet. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, we oh, had man, dial-up. literally. <laughs> What'd you have? You know? AOL, yeah. Net Zero. Yo, like, better yet, you signed off. You know, you we had signed to sign off. on Shit. and off. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, now. Because if you were signed on, you couldn't get a phone call. Right. You're right. How was Colby Flowers supposed to call my house? <laughs> if I was on AOL. <laughs> yeah, mom would be pissed. <laughs> Straight up, like you get like a what a busy signal. Like yeah, a, <laughs> she's like, crazy. I know you're not still on the internet. Well, I'm at work. I'm like, wasn't me? Because <laughs> <laughs> you know it's me. Cause I'm the only one home. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, man. We uh, they yeah. can't wrap their heads around that. Came from no. To be fair, way. I can't either. It's been uh, it's been so long. And yeah, it's I so still crazy, can't wrap but... my head like around that. We used to have phones with buttons, like the you know the phones you turn sideways, yeah. you flip uh-huh. them open, yeah. no keys. Yeah, yeah, like a little like, envy or something. Yeah, yeah. I, was yeah. Like, I was talking about like how cable used to be free. Yeah, yeah, and then I was like, man, you remember stars at Encore? It was what Channel fourteen, Channel fifteen. Yeah, and waking up, waking up early, and was like, oh, they said this movie was gonna come on. Yeah, yeah. now everything's on demand. It's 
I don't know, man. I, I have a love-hate relationship with uh, the way technology is going right now. It's kind of terrifying. Yeah, it's oh, scary. For sure. We're moving fast, uh-huh. for sure. Well, yeah. I, I think as ready as everyone thinks we are for it, we're not. Nah. Oh, hell no. So it's just like nah. it's going too fast, and yeah. we can't keep up like nah. emotionally. No. Know, people can't <laughs> connect at the same rate anymore because they're so attached to the development of technology. Yeah. Which sucks that, like, you know, a lot of our business for the gym, we use social media. Uh, we yeah. do a lot of our advertising through it. Um, so it, I have to be present, you know, right. like I, I have a big benefit of being present through social media. But Absolutely. it's such a love hate, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. I love connecting with people because I have a lot of friends on there that I've met through, you know, weightlifting or gyms or just travel that we yeah. I can connect with. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to have to look at this every day. I don't have to deal with this every day. Like, See, but, but what you're talking about is, is two different things. It's not a vice. It's a tool. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah. And you learn well, how to it, utilize it. It, it can right. become that way, though. Right? Easily. Very so easily. It can very easily become that way. Yeah, you develop so you a habit. you have to fight the, mm. the kind of in-between. And a lot of people, like, with the, my kind of career nature, they'll set, like, time limits on their phone for the app. You know, you can only be mm. on an X amount in a day. That's smart. That way you're, like, getting on, do your business, get off, instead of just endlessly scrolling for hours like people. Oh, right, right. yeah. Yeah, because we're, just, we're used to this, like, slot machine effect. You refresh your feed, you know, you're looking for something new. Yeah. You know, if we love notifications and, you know, likes and all this stuff, it's crazy. You know, we get addicted to that shit. I hate to, I hate to say it, dude. It happens to me all the time. Oh, it happens to me as well. What sure. I hate is YouTube is a rabbit hole, mm-hmm. yeah. especially for work and yes. things that, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do an experience, you know, because I'm like, oh, man, I didn't know about that in this area or I didn't know about, you know, how things grow and operate and right mm-hmm. right you know i'm just like oh man blah 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 looking at it and i was like babe what do you want to eat didn't you just ask me that 30 minutes ago i was like yeah <laughs> now it's six <laughs> oh lord yeah, next yeah. thing you know yeah. like three hours go by yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. and then the people who develop those apps know our tendencies absolutely and they build mm-hmm. the algorithm around it oh, absolutely sure. they, mm-hmm. they they game it for us and so yeah it makes it where you feel like you have to be like searching the right things or on at the right yeah. time to see things. And like, it's just, <laughs> so I can't imagine that's somebody's job, you know? And he's like, how long do we have them? Three more hours, three more hours. And he's going to have at least a couple mushrooms growing on him. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever watched. What's oh, that God, document? What's Social on, Dilemma? Yes. Yeah. It's insane. It have you seen that? that? No. What is it it that? talks about that. And they track so much of your analytics of just like, even the amount of time you spent looking at an ad, and if you yeah. spend X amount of time even looking Speaking at of technology, what does that stream on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, is it yeah, on? Literally. Is it really? Yeah. It's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Lord have mercy. Check it out. But it's, it's like they, they analyze every single piece of your data. And so then, yeah. you know, from our business aspect, I've spent so much time trying to keep up. Like, what's right. the new version of this? Or, like, I hate this stuff. I just want to teach people how to be fit. But I have to keep up with all this other crap. For sure. Just to keep you know, the business. You know, just be relevant. Or, right. like, get your name out there. Like, right. advertising used to be, you know, TV. New, or, you know. Business cards. Yeah. But, <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep you business cards. You know, last time I got to give a business card, I was crazy. I'm like, just follow us on social media. like Right. Right. And see, you chipped me out one day, uh, especially with, like, Whenever you gave birth to this whole gig, yeah, and I was like, dude, you gotta hand up cards and all this other stuff. She's like, why? I just got a <laughs> sticker and they got a QR code. Yeah, I was like, Literally. for what? It brings exactly. you straight to Spotify and everything. Yeah, like, and it, what? Just, it says your mom's favorite podcast. People are gonna be like, what the fuck is it? They're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's something that like catches them. Yeah. Speaking of, I just figured out how to make a QR code the other day. And I was like, I am so technologically advanced. I am so smart. Like, but at the same time, I was like, this is not new technology. You should not slap smart. that around. You know what I'm saying? Come up with a cool like motto for uh-huh. the gym. Put a QR code on it. Slap that shit around Everywhere. town. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, because people I'm are going to. I'm not giving you any kickback for that. But that was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's listening, I didn't hear him say that. <laughs> oh, edit it out. Edit it out. The final. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> Your yeah. mom's favorite gym. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. So how do you feel about just like the uh, the growth of uh, Southeast Texas? People? I mean, We're- I love it. And I think it's great that finally they're doing something with the area. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about or a little bit before the podcast started, like you moving back to Beaumont and being like, it's not that bad. It's not mm-hmm. bad. You know, and I don't <laughs> think it is. I think there's a lot of uh, great things about living here. Obviously, yeah. driving distance Potential. to so many cool things. Yeah. Cost of living fabulous compared to everywhere else oh, i mean man. 
for sure. We're we're slowly kind of keeping up with the Joneses as far as like building restaurants yeah. and new stuff like that. And you know they've got the big waterfront property situation they're trying to do. Do you know about that? The riverfront thing. Uh, so downtown, they're trying to like do something with the riverfront. Ah, okay. Yeah. I, di- I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, so no. they're trying to build like restaurants and stuff down there. So okay. It's seeming like the next Dude. couple decades will will kind of. Brings a you know some good stuff for and sure. Hell for sure. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a prime, prime place yeah. for sure. For uh, yeah, proper, and I mean, proper, proper downtown development. in general is just oh, such sure. a wasted area. There's just oh, so man. there's so many hurdles in the way of it. You know, like in, a lot of it's yeah. historic. Well, speaking and, of Mid County, you know, Port Arthur's the same way. Yeah, Dude, there, oh, there's man. so yeah. much potential. Oh. Yeah, well, Mid County is figuring it out as far as like Port Angeles needling grow. Uh, Groves is probably a little bit more on the outside of it, but Port Angeles and Nederland is really like yeah. tapping into the growth. It just takes a lot of people willing to risk it. You know? For sure. For sure. And what's, it, uh, it's, what's, it's a lot. but Yeah. And what's awesome, though, is, I mean, you're a part of that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just with the podcast, I'm catching myself like a... Uh, sort of meeting everyone in that circle that's making this place a better area. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So uh, it's, it's cool to meet you guys, have you on and talk some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And that's like... I find, you know, you talked about having Randy on, who's one of our really great friends. And See, that's awesome. Uh, I love sitting down and just, you know, shooting the shit with him and talking business because yeah. we are not in the same business by any means, right? Yeah. He does coffee and then he works for Buxton. Buxton they do beer. Yeah. We are on the opposite of that. We do fitness. But business has so many inner workings. For sure. That, uh, just, for sure. You know, touching base with other people and like, you know, bouncing ideas back and forth is just so much fun to me and it's really inspiring. Yeah. And I feel like the more I involve myself in it, the better I feel. The more I'm like, okay, you're not in a dying place. Like these yeah. people do care. These people want this, you know, town to be worth something. And, yeah. You know, the opportunity for collaboration or just meeting other people through it is is so cool to me. Yeah, for sure. And I say it all the time, you know, just like as adults now, I hear some of my buddies say like, man, it's the same old shit out here. It's boring. It's like we're adults. Like, let's create some shit to do. Yeah, we'll take the response. like we're talking about responsibility, <laughs> right? You know what I'm but saying? They want, to, they want to stay doing the same old thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's boring. I wish this would change, be open. Let's do something. Let's create some yeah. shit for sure. You yeah. know, like, I, you know, we, we have to do it. If we don't do it, who's going to do it? Our four-year-olds. I don't think I realized it <laughs> until I started like being in the CrossFit community because you know I mentioned people of all walks of life. I might have a lawyer in a class, a teacher in a class, yeah, a business owner. Like I've got so many different people. You're seeing these adults. You know, it's funny because sometimes I'm like, how am I an adult? How'd this happen? But <laughs> you see these adults like yeah. stepping up and doing so many different piece things in life to like make the workings keep going. Right. And I'm like. It takes those people to feel motivated to be like, let's do this. Like, yeah. let's take this risk. Um, you know, let's make it worth this shit so we can enjoy living here. Absolutely. And not feel like we're stuck in the same old thing. Yeah. And I've always like known this, but like fitness really is like that first step with like motivation for anything. It is a snowball. I mean, it <laughs> genuinely is. Like the days I do something, I'm on one. You know, like yeah. I'm more motivated to learn more, to clean my house to right. make a better move right. like i mean it's it it's the the base level of self-respect is taking care of yourself absolutely like you want other people to respect you you have to respect yourself yeah. and it's it totally starts with taking care of your vessel and it's just like it is that fundamental you know yeah. that doesn't mean you can't have fun drink eat, got to eat we love those things me yeah. and my husband are huge beer connoisseurs whiskey connoisseurs we love food yeah. you know we love going out to eat all that stuff doesn't mean we don't like taking care of ourselves. For you know, sure. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. During the week, it's like. You guys just have like a different glow about you, too. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> when you're like fit, like you just have this aura. It's just like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who, me? You know, just, you know, pe- yeah, um, you. No, people who work out. People who work yeah. out. People who are in the gym. You know I'm what I'm saying? You, it's, it's just like it's a glow. The, it's from the inside out, though, man. Like you have to change the way that you feel. Yeah. And it, it shows. Like people are like, you're feeling good, huh? Like taking care of yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll get in that gym soon, though. Give me some time. And, I hope so. It, 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 <laughs> I'll be right there like, with you. <laughs> do what? I said I'll be right there with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's in whatever capacity, too. You know, like, yeah. I know some people are like, oh, CrossFit's not for me. I'm like, okay, well, go walk. Right. Like, get outside. Do go, something. Go, go find something is, that is fun. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, So what do you guys have planned for 2022, I guess, this year, you know, in terms of the gym and... Uh, so. 
one of my favorite things about the gym is that we do a lot socially as well. Like I kind of mentioned that earlier, like the social aspect of the yeah. gym, you know, the community. But we do a lot outside of that. Like so next week, next Friday, we're having like a big bowling night. Oh, cool. We're gonna, like one of our members has own star bowling. Yeah. So we're going to go over there. We're going to bowl, drink, eat, hang out. Yeah, right. For sure. Um, and then we do competitions. Yeah. So that's always super fun because some of our members don't care about, you know, beating anybody or being fast or strong. They just want to feel good for sure uh, but some sure. people that played sports and stuff they kind of have that like innate competitive nature oh, so yeah. you know how that goes <laughs> yeah and it's funny because yeah, people be think they, people think that they left it behind and then they start picking it back up and kind of <laughs> gives them a new purpose but yeah so we have competitions coming up uh you know stuff like bowling nights and we do fundraisers for like nutrition and services for seniors cool um so think, yeah so yeah. you reach out to all aspects of the community man we try we that, really do try like we, like we just finished doing toys for tots that was like our 11th year to do that Ooh. raise toys and give them to the uh toys for tots organization open so. to do like food drives and things like that yeah too? yeah i mean we try to do a lot because we're blessed you know that our right. our basis are people that can afford a gym membership mm -hmm. in the first place. Right. Um, but that they want to kind of reach out and do where they can as well otherwise. And yeah. a lot of great people that want to do those things. So, yeah, I mean, we like to have fun, obviously. We like to yeah. go to class and be fit every day. And we do, like, challenges within our gym. Yeah. Um, like, to attend 15 classes a month. And then you get put into drawings for, like, free money. Or, like, mm. last, last year we did for like beanies for people who came for four months in a row yeah. and so like so there's like finding in, different incentives. like incentives for sure yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. finding you know because for some reason for some people the attendance itself is an incentive for some people the social aspect is an incentive everyone's got their different whys yeah so just trying to figure out like how can we incentivize these different people to right. want to keep coming back mm -hmm. um because we genuinely believe we're doing it best like i for know sure. this is the best program for anyone that just wants to be their best self you know like i believe that that's why i made it my career yeah so i want other people to get that like i want them to enjoy it too yeah so yeah we got a lot coming up this year i'm really excited and i i feel like you know last year was trying to come back from having to be closed and covid going up and down and up and down yeah. and i think everyone's to the point now where we're like we have to live right we have to live well what's crazy is you know like initially I hate talking about it every episode, but fuck it. Mm. <laughs> uh, initially, like, you know, it's 20. climate. I mean. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's relevant, relevant, for sure. Yeah. Um, we have the same birthday, by the way. Yeah. Uh, really? This is why we keep saying the same shit. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, textbook Scorpio kids. Yeah. <laughs> I but, never um, met somebody who I told us a Scorpio, and they were like, really? Like, everyone's like, oh, of course you are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Duh. It all but, uh, makes sense now. Exactly. Yeah, back to uh, the, the COVID situation, like uh, 2020, right? I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like, maybe it'll last six months, maybe a year. Mm -hmm. We're on, like, year three of this shit, or two, yeah. or whatever it is. I don't even... Yeah, finishing two. Right. I mean, we're finishing two. That's a long time. It's, yeah. It's crazy to me. And I, you know, and I it keeps evolving. I, I don't think, think it's really going away. I think scary is, like, nobody feeling like we actually know. Like... Right. Even people who are supposed to know, like, right. we're not really having an idea of where this is going. Yeah. But like um, you said, I mean, we have to live, though. Yeah. No matter what. And, you know, going back to fitness. Oh, yeah. Well, if you guys want to uh, take a break real quick, we can. I mean, or we can keep going. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. I edit shit out, so just say whatever. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me, yeah. Yeah, we can take a quick break. Yeah, so we're back. We back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think human connection is just like the mo one of the most important things. Being able to sit across the table from each other, just talk, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, about whatever it is. Yeah. You know, and those hour, two hour long conversations are the best because you talk about any and everything. Yeah. You don't know where it's going to go. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think like we kind of talked earlier, like that's one of my favorite things about what I get to do for a living is that yeah. I get to connect to people. And obviously it starts as this like surface relationship, you know, right. What do you do for a living? What do you enjoy? Are you married? Do you have kids like that yeah. kind of stuff. And then the longer you kind of connect with people, you know, you get tidbits as you go and then you develop trust going both ways, you know, like, right. and, and that to me is like so freeing to know that you will put yourself out there to someone and just see if they take it, you know, yeah. you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to be vulnerable, see if this person takes a bite. And then you connect with someone and you're like, okay. I can do this to anybody. Right. Like if I can be vulnerable and put myself out there, then yeah. 
you know, that human connection is so easy to find. But we live in this world where it's a facade, right? Yeah. People have to pretend like they don't feel things mm. and they don't see things <laughs> yeah. and there's no yeah. struggle or whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's why they kind of miss that connection point because yeah. they won't ever admit, yeah. you know, like we, we briefly talked about like the struggle of kind of my, I would say my coming to life story is like, okay, yeah. you know, my mom was a single mom and like, you, you joked earlier that I've been like an adult since I was in third grade. And yeah. <laughs> I feel that, right? I feel yeah. that um, because it's like, okay, my mom was a single mom. I had to kind of figure out a lot. And as soon as I was old enough to recognize it, I feel yeah. like I kind of took that on. Yeah. And it made me feel like a connection to her and yeah. appreciative to her. So then whenever I met other people that were struggling or whatever, I understood them, you For know, sure. like, oh, yeah. And I'm sure the, the feeling was mutual. Like, I'm sure she appreciated it because you were a good kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> so you know, a lot of parents worry. They allow them their, their kids to go out and have fun, party, whatever it is. Uh -huh. But you were a good kid. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So she didn't have to worry much. I think the connection that I'm even talking about was learned, though, because mm. we had a connection for sure. Mm. Like, she's not going to. I'm not going to put her on blast, but I'm sure she knew I wasn't being a perfect angel all the time. Yeah. But there was this level of trust that she's like, you call me. You yeah. don't lie to me about where you're at yeah. so that I know you're not dead somewhere. Yeah. But with that connection, like I realized, like I said, like she was up front with me and she was vulnerable with me. Like, hey, I'm going to trust you. Yeah. But don't make me regret trusting you. And it's like, OK, if I can find that with her, I can find that with other people. Um, mm, and I take that into, good point. Yeah, I take that into connect with other people like, hey, I'm just going to put trust in you and like, let's hope we can make this work. Or even parenting my kid. I'm like, hey, I'm going to trust that you're not going to be a little shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to trust that you will respect what I say. And and then hopefully she can reciprocate and be like, OK, well, mom gave me this freedom. Right, she understood right, right. that I was going to have it anyway. And like yeah. we talked about it. Oh, yeah. Well, see, it's funny because, uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, things happen with me and my mom and, you know, my dad and everything. It, it got to the point where I started, you know, I got my first job and everything. And then I got my first car mm -hmm. you know, when I was 15. And it was it was more of a point, you know, I was just like, look, I'm not going to explain it to you, but I, I think you're old enough to understand on what I'm doing and then having to take on both roles. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I had that little bit of freedom, like you said. Uh -huh. We kind of just looked at each other and more or less so we had an unspoken agreement. Sure. Right. And understanding. Well, and the same thing, too. Like, whenever I started, I got a car, I started working automatically. Yeah. So she knew, like, hey, you're taking on some responsibility. So yeah. if you're going to kind of act like an adult, we can talk like adults. Right. right? I'm not saying, like, all 15-year-olds have to have jobs and struggle and stuff. But I think there was a lot learned on my end from oh, work sure. ethic. Because... Yeah. I think I pride myself on work ethic, period. Yeah. Like, Especially now. I, that's something that no, no one has ever had to pull teeth for me to do anything. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. if I wanted to do something, I made it happen. And no one made it happen for me. There were oh. opportunities. There were like doors. But I was like <laughs> prying the locks to get in. You know, like yeah. if I wanted to do something, I was pursuing it. And I don't I'm not going to say no one helped me. That's not true. But, you know, with my job I have now, you know, my partner was like, hey, look, this is available, but you have to prove that you want it. I was mm. like, say no more, fam. Because right? <laughs> that was his moment of vulnerability with me. For sure. And me saying, respect, I got you. Like, and I think if more people could kind of open up like that, everyone yeah. knows where everybody sits. We can all excel, you know, yeah. like. Yeah, no, not me. I took, I took everything I learned and everything I, I took at an early age and I let it go straight to my head. I let ego, oh, I let yeah, ego hit me hard. That's a lesson, right? And did it come full circle? It was when I got humbled. <laughs> yeah. And hard. Yeah. <laughs> you should have you became like a life coach as well. You know what I'm saying? Like your mental health is like so on point. I'm very <laughs> big. Like It seems like that's where you know where to hit. James you know? yeah. jokes, Conquer the mind. My husband jokes that because I have all these like self-help books that's yeah. what i call them self-help books but they're just like personal. shout out to james you're a good guy yeah yeah i should have brought him with me everybody loves yeah you should have people think i'm cool and then they meet james and they like him way more so um well you but, guys can come back on you yeah. know what i'm saying we'll make it happen yeah Part two so right i'm sure we could do this for hours but yeah. uh so i'll have all these like different growth books and some are business and some are personal or whatever but and i'm a big like podcast junkie and i feel like there is just so much to be tapped into to someone like yeah these parts of themselves, they don't even realize they need to grow. You yeah. know, like 
they don't understand that they're missing out on so much life because they just won't develop a little bit more. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I love like I love doing this. Like we're talking about, like love sitting down and connecting with people Yeah. Um, because I do it so much. Yeah. And people think like the gym is just about like your fitness or whatever. But I think probably that's one of the biggest things that I bring is like being able to connect to people and right. having like a relationship yeah. um, because then they have trust with me. So they know if I'm like hunting them down, like, hey, why you haven't been to the gym? They can be up front with me and be like, this yeah. is what's going on. They don't have to be like, I'll be back eventually. Like they can tell me like, hey, I'm struggling and I can support them instead yeah. of, you know, belittle them or whatever. So that's what was always intimidating for me, especially, you know, like in boxing, whenever I was doing a little gym uh, here in town. Yeah. And they like, hey man, we hadn't seen you in a minute. What's going on? And I said, oh, yeah, I just got my things going on. And I was like, oh, well shit, it can't be that bad, you know? Yeah, you show up and you get to hit people. And like, yeah. yeah, it's a yeah, little bit was, more. He was actually in boxing. It's a little like, bit more than that. <laughs> but you know, sometimes if you, and so that might be a couple of different things, right? Like, uh, growing up, one of my coaches mm-hmm. would allowed me to be super vulnerable with him. He shaped a lot of my work ethic. Like, period. My gymnastics coach and cheerleading coach growing up, but he also showed me that like if I just told him what was going on, it'd be okay. Like if I was like if I'm performing oh, at thirty percent, yeah. yeah. And I was up front. I was like, look, this is just not happening today. He'd be like, okay, thanks for right, telling that me. That transparency yeah. is appreciated. So then you're sure. like, okay, if I walk in my boxing gym and I'm like sucking eggs today and like, yeah, or I haven't shown up in a month and I'm just like, hey, man, I've been struggling. Right. I'm, I'm just glad to well, be here. And then they're like, tight. Cool. Was, well, we're glad you're back. You know, like, right. I wish it was but like, they have to be up front. They have to be at that level too. I you wish know? It, I wish it was like that. My coach was rough. You know, I was like, I seen two weeks. What's going on? You told me when you came here, you wanted this. You told me this and this and that. I'm like, Bro, I'm working seven twelves. I'm trying to, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to pay bills. Yeah. I'm moving mountains. And, you know, I mentioned yeah. that as like growing up, even now, like I've I've kind of gotten back into. So one of my journeys has been competitive weightlifting. Yeah. Um, that was pre baby, and now it's been post baby as well. So I've traveled to compete these like national meets that you have to qualify for and train really hard for, and um, the balance of national having, meets. Yeah, national. Oh, how long, wait, how long yeah. have you been doing uh, the, the competitive weightlifting? So I started CrossFit in 2010, right? And I was I just was like good with a barbell, and I'd never touched one before. I didn't do athletics in high school. Yeah. I'd never even bench pressed when I started CrossFit. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> but I had so much body awareness through cheerleading that I just kind of clicked. I just like I really mm. enjoyed it. Yeah. So one of our members at the time was like, "Have you ever heard of USA Weightlifting?" And I'm like, "No." They're like, well, it's the governing body for, you know, competitive weightlifting. Like, they do yeah. the clean and jerk, the snatch, the two of our lifts in CrossFit. And they're like, uh, the snatch, you know, that sounds painful. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> Rip but, it up. <laughs> um, he's like, yo, you're pretty strong already. Like, you should try it. I'm like, we'll see. And I I did, and I did really well. <laughs> and then well, I qualified for my, <laughs> In 2015, I did my first national meet after like three months of training. I qualified for it. And Damn. I was like, oh, maybe I. I, maybe I am good at this. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know. Maybe at, a bad at, motherfucker didn't even know of, it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like at the top of my game before deciding to start a family. I think my highest place was like eighth at a national meet. That's still, that's And so in my weight class, I was like, I was insane. feeling good. What was yeah. the weight class? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so my weight class is 64 kilograms. So I have to weigh right at 140 or less at body weight. So then you're lifting, comparatively speaking. So the clean and the jerk, you take the bar up from the ground to your shoulders and then overhead. So my best on that was like 225, 230. Um, Damn. So at my my strongest, I was back squatting over 300 pounds. So I was very strong. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty strong. But then I was like, you know what? It's time to start family. So I took some time off of lifting. I just did CrossFit, started family. Yeah. After about a year, a couple months of Madeline being born, I was like, I kind of want to see if I could do it again, just yeah. to see. But then I started training again, and I got a, a coach that really understood where I was at in life. And I was like, look, I don't have a lot of time to commit. Like, I'm just going to be up front. Like, yeah. I want to do it, but I want to do it bare minimal just to see if I can do it. For sure, yeah. So then I yeah, qualified. December, we went to Denver. I did a big national meet in Denver, and I was, I think, 17th out of 45 people yeah, in the nation awesome. so i was like i'm wow cool yeah, that's like, awesome but yeah. now you know the new year's a really busy time for the gym and i've just been trying to take on a little bit more and some personal growth stuff as well so i'm like yeah. hey i had to take a little step back it's just what i need right now and yeah. i'm just being up front like hey look i am having a hard time finding balance some of that self-brought like i have some stuff i want to do differently yeah. and my coach was like i understand so it's like 
I've, I've kind of tried to carry that vulnerability to anybody I come in contact for with sure. and for just sure. be like, this is where I'm at. Right. Yeah, just like be up front for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, Seems to go a long way. So how long have yeah. uh, honesty you been with Mr. James? So James and I got together in, oh God, 2016, wait, no. Fifteen. Well, of course, twenty fifteen. I don't mean to pry and ask her, or, you know, with that, with that question. The reason why I'm trying to get at it is, do you find yourself feeling that now, to where you need a break from everything for just a little bit? How do you how 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 does one like yourself manage the the time and and trying to find a little bit of peace from him or from everything, you know, oh. and and try to uh, is it is it in the gym? Is it in like um yeah? I mean a lot. So I, I was talking to like, to like I was talking to some girlfriends mm-hmm. the other day, and I'm like. You know when you're like in a mood and you're just in this like funk and you want to cry because sometimes it feels good to get it out. Yeah. Sometimes that's what doing a good workout Hell feels yeah. like. Mm, okay. Like it feels like your body's crying. That's right. right. That's what I love about well. That's a good analogy. The release is almost immediate. You're just like, I just feel so much better, right? Immediately. Right. Like it, it took no time. It took 15 minutes and I just feel like a new person. Yeah. So yeah, um, I like to read. Uh, I like to go on walks. Like if I'm having a moment, I'm like, kid, get in the stroller, we're going on a walk. Like, but I mean, the reality of parenting is that the breaks are really small, you know? So mm. you have to find the break in like the small moments of life. Like in the mornings, I coach our five and six AM class a couple days a week. And I love the time before class starts because I make coffee and I sit in my office and I like kind of get my life together. It's like 20 minutes of just like peace that I'm like. This feels like a break. Like, like me time. I don't have a kid if asking me ten- for something. Nobody's asking me for anything just yet. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just drinking coffee in peace. It's wonderful. Oh, man. Dude, yeah. is that right? ain't time management. I don't know what is. 20 minutes. I need at least a solid 45. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, and so, like, I'm, I'm really blessed with, like, the way that I work um, because my schedule is kind of up and down through the day. So I don't work 8 to 5. You know, I might work from 5 to 7 in the morning. Then I might go back from 11 to 1 mm. for our class times. For sure. So I get a lot of time with my daughter. We don't have, yeah, you know, full awesome. eight to five care. But with that comes, I don't get a lot of breaks from her either. Right. right? right. Uh, so I might leave work and immediately come home and then I'm on the parenting role. And then I leave again and I'm on for work role. Mm. So the, it's reality that 20 minutes is a break, right? For sure. And that might happen a couple times in a day. But like you got to find peace in those small moments. Absolutely. They're hard to find. And that stay on top of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah because if not, you go crazy. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like I realized that quick. I was like, whenever my husband went back to work and I was still at home on maternity leave, he would come home and I'd be like, "You have five minutes, and you have to take this kid. Like she's been on me all day long." She's <laughs> <laughs> like, been on ten. It might only be like fifteen minutes that I went out, but I would go breathe, and I was like, "Okay, whew. yeah, okay, you yeah. take your minute, right?" So yeah, and I mean, do you meditate? I really don't. I really don't. And which is funny because I understand meditating, but I'm a very like uh, fast wired person. Yeah. James always gets so mad because when he gets up in the morning, I've already been awake for hours. And so I've been like, you know, my head's been going. And yeah. So I'll be like, what do you want to do for this and that? And that? he's like, I just woke up. <laughs> but when I wake up, I'm like already making like to do list for the day. Like, yeah. It's always going. So meditating, I've tried, has been very hard for me because finding the slow is like, yeah, woof. yeah. it's hard. <laughs> because I, got a, I got a lot going on at once. Your slow is most people's fast. Yes. <laughs> That's a yes. pain in the ass. I'm going like nine and nothing. So, yeah. so how is how has life been like uh, being married to and living with a musician? So it's really fun because. Pre having our daughter, he so first of all, his degree is in audio engineering. He oh, has a fucking cool. Yeah, so he has <laughs> really yes, that is yeah. badass. Yeah. yeah, so he has a full time job audio for working for his dad or their family company. He does engineering and drafting and surveying. So oh, he man. does that for an eight to five, which eventually that will become his business. Um, and then he has a degree in audio engineering. So we have a room in our home that is a studio. Yeah. So before having our daughter, you know, we would have a whole weekend where he would bring a band in. And and there's stuff. I mean, we would have a drum kit in our living room and stuff would just be <laughs> everywhere as they're like recording, you know, whole records and stuff. Yeah. Um, and now in our house, we actually have a complete room for his studio. Yeah. That's so that's awesome. super cool because, yeah. you know, that was one of the things that drew me to him was him having Avi. We talked about that earlier. Right. He had something that made him tick. 
And so he's in this band. We love going to shows. Obviously, we love our music, but I love watching him play and hear him write music. And that's something that Madeline is really starting to enjoy. You know, he'll get his guitar out and she'll grab her little baby guitar and like <laughs> well, I mean, cute. pretend to play or whatever. I think it's a mutual appreciation. You know, I think he sees the way that you use your body as a canvas to, um, to work out and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Build this beautiful yeah, and piece so, of art as much as you'd like to see him yeah. be an artist as well. And when we met, you yeah, know, he, he did point. running and stuff. He wasn't a CrossFit athlete. Um, and, you know, people were always like, oh, is that something you're like looking for in someone? Is it they do CrossFit? I'm like, I don't care what you do. Right. But you got to do something. Right. Because That's I don't, thing I wanna I don't want to raise kids with someone who's going to have a heart attack at 40 and be a single mom. Like, <laughs> I want a partner who is committed to like, Let's have a good, long, but good life. You match, know? match that energy. For yeah, sure. so for I didn't sure. care. I didn't care what it was, and he re- and he respected that, and he understood it because he felt the same way. He's like, yeah, like, why are we gonna put all this effort into like making a family and a life if we're just gonna die of a heart attack at forty? Like, it's just, yeah, yeah. So that was a big deal for us, and like I said, it doesn't matter what capacity. And as we've had kid. The capacity has changed for sure. Our free time has changed. Oh, but. yeah. <laughs> she gets the best of both worlds, you know, like fitness, you know, and like music. She's going to be. I can't wait to expose her to everything. Oh, man. Just yeah. to give her all the tools and say, choose what you want, you know. For sure. Yeah. You know, use it how you'd like. But I'm going to educate you on all these things you can do that will fulfill you that some people will never dabble in. Yeah. Because they don't want to be a beginner again, yeah. you know. And see, that's what I always find it hard, you know, because I took advantage a lot from learnings from my parents and like, they've given me the tools, they gave me the books, I just refuse to use them. Yeah, same <laughs> way. I was the same way, you Dude. know, like uh, early years, you know, my, my mom tried her, she was a single mom as well. It's frustrating. She tried her best. You know what yeah. I mean? Because, she definitely did her best. She didn't try. You know, it actually had to take recently and just had to sit down with my mom until I was like, you know, none of this is your fault. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know, it's yeah. You you did everything in your power, but this is right. me taking responsibility. Yeah, but you don't realize that until you have a kid. Absolutely. When you have Absolutely. a kid, you realize like you can tell them something, and what they do with it is not up to you. Right. And so then you look back on you, and you're like, I should probably apologize for this, well, or oh hell yeah, or well, own up to like knowing they tried. You know what's crazy? Like I'll go in the store with like uh, my two stepkids, and like. You know, I kind of want to go crazy. My mom went in the store with four kids and oh, held right. it together. Yeah. yeah, like how the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> she went in the store with an army. Yeah. I know. You know, I only have two. I can have one of them. You know, know. and I'm about to go. Oh, I'm about yeah. to go crazy. Sam, if I can yeah. go without her, she's staying home. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Every time. That's <laughs> way I tell, easier. I tell my girl all the time, like, look, if they could stay home, like, I'll go to the store. Vice versa, I'll stay home with them. I know. I get it. Yes. You know, I asked yes. my mom, I'm like, how did you do it? You know, she's like, I, I just had to do it. You know, I'm, there's you, no. You can ask my wife now. I often find myself being a little shit with the kids. Like we'll be dancing and like we'll hear a badass banger on the, oh, I'm the, same on the way. speaker. I'm goofy, we'll be dancing. Man. I'm goofy yeah, with dude. our two, bro. I'm goofy as hell. Like Blair yeah. gets fed up with the shit. That's I think it's like a laugh so you don't cry type thing. And you're like, yeah. might as well feed into it. It's right. not going away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like the chaos is going to continue. Yeah. Well, feed in or you not. can't beat them. Join them. Oh yes, 100. Well, like my oldest stepdaughter, you know, like she'll she'll listen to a song and she'll be like be bumping along and I'm like we didn't. Come on now, get it, get after it, yeah, let's get right. it, come on, we're going down the aisle. I yeah. think the only thing I miss is, like, being able to have something that belongs to, like, adults. Like, kids know, ev- like, our, oh, yeah. my two kids know every song I know. I, know. I just want, oh, I don't want to sound selfish, but I just want to have my own shit. You know, yeah. I want to listen 100%. to my own music, you know, 100%. or whatever it is. They know everything I know. I know. You know? I get that. I get that. And it's, like, part of you that will never go back. Right. That will stay forever. Right. Yeah. Until they don't think you're cool anymore. And then they'll oh, like their man. own stuff. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. But like never goes away. It's always their shit. It's always their <laughs> shit too. Yeah. yeah. Down I, to food. I, I'll have I, food on my plate and she wants it. And I'm like, you've got your own food right in front of you. Yeah, like, yeah I see your food tastes a lot better. Well. Like, I commend you for that. You know, you're teaching her like how to eat well. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, that, that, that's awesome. You know, because we feed our kids anything. Yeah. You know, Taco Bell. Whatever. (laughs) It's the same as we talked about earlier, you know, this commitment to people think you have to be a hundred or zero. Like she she has donuts. She has pizza. I mean, it's it's this running joke because she's like a pizza kid where she won't eat it like crumbled up. She wants the whole entire pizza that's as big as her head and then she's taking (laughs) bites from it. But I mean, 
it, it's a ebb and flow. You know, I've done my best and I've get, I give her everything I can. Will yeah. she eat it every day? No. Like, yeah. does she eat broccoli anymore? No. She like literally spits it out like a dramatic that, that, that. I'm like, really? Where did you even learn that from? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's just going to be, I'm not going to stop giving it to her. Yeah. I, yeah. It's going to go on her plate. If I'm eating it, she's eating it. Or at least I'm serving it. Yeah. You know? And I think that's where a lot of parents get discouraged in like the health, fitness lifestyle right right they, right they think that if they're not giving this perfect example first of all that it's not good enough right. that's not true yeah. and second of all they think if their kids saying no that they should stop trying right like if it's something that you think is gonna benefit them for their entire life keep trying right like oh my god beat your head in the wall trying it's worth it because yeah. you know how many adults come to me for nutrition that don't know good bad foods they they label them good bad you right. know oh but is fruit bad it's got sugar in it i'm like you're afraid to eat fruit it's a natural right. sugar <laughs> how terrifying that you're yeah. afraid to eat fruit so you're are you afraid to give your kid fruit like what <laughs> so have... it, it sucks because we're responsible for that you yeah. Know? yeah yeah like I, I commend the teachers that put up with our bullshit in school but do you feel like there oh, should be man. like a nutritional class or like a better you know what i'm saying i feel that the school system I have so many thoughts on the school system. Well, we we talked about it a lot in my last episode, so have at it. <laughs> my first problem with the school system is it's unrealistic. Right. It's unrealistic for so many levels. Yeah. It's unrealistic that you're expecting kids to sit and learn just to test. Right. That's silly. Yeah. Um, and then that goes on forever, right? Teachers yeah. have to lose their passion for teaching because they have to teach to like whatever standardized test is next. Yep. Silly. Second of all, it's, it is your parents' responsibility to teach you about money. But yeah. if you're going to make me take a class, like, you know, we do a, oh shoot, what's the class called? It was like sewing or something like. A home ec. Yeah. You do like a home ec class. Yeah. Why don't you just make that like, I don't know, survival and like teach mm -hmm. people how to like pay their taxes and like. For sure. Budget and right. like, like. Let's talk about survival. We weren't taught any of that. Yeah. <laughs> You're just assuming that kids in high school are going to go to college and their parents are going to give them money. Well, not everybody's got that luxury. So what about For kids sure. who have to pinch pennies? Like, yeah. they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Or pick and up yeah, a trade later on in life. Yeah. You know, kids that don't go to college at yeah. all. You know what oh I'm saying? Oh, my gosh. And a lot of parents, you know, I was lucky that my mom had real conversations with me about that stuff. But a lot of parents have a hard time with that as well. So yeah. they can't give those resources on. Yeah. So it's like if you're holding kids for eight hours a day, the least you could do is try to develop them as humans too. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy sure. to me. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, just and food should be part of that, that yeah. every kid has to hear. Yeah. And we need to know. Cause I mean, even the, the food that, you know, they're serving in school, don't get me wrong. Oh. Like I had my favorite, you know, bullshit at school, but it's, you know, it's not healthy. It's bad. There's a, and, <laughs> That's, you know, a whole, so we talked briefly, my degrees in nutrition. Right. Well, a lot of nutrition dietetics majors or people who graduate that degree end up going into dietetics fields. So they might work in a hospital or nursing home or a school district yeah. developing meal plans. Yeah. So the problem with all of those scenarios is that you are subject to a budget. So you have to use whatever budget the school gives you to feed mm. thousands of kids. Okay. And then you're trying to keep up with the, which, by the way, the budget's never enough. Right. And then you're trying to keep up with these requirements of the vegetable, the whatever. But you don't have places to store, like, fresh produce. All you right. have is, like, freezer boxes. Yeah. So there's just, the system is just fucked from start to finish yeah. i mean it just it doesn't give nutritionists a good opportunity because schools won't put enough money into it because the state doesn't give them i mean it's right. like when you're a state-funded school you're dependent on those things absolutely so yeah. there, there's just so many levels of fucked upness that yeah we uh we have to work on it you know texas wherever you know any state at that you know that point uh but i can't say god bless texas because i mean we're open hopefully we can continue to stay open i know we're jumping around oh, but hope. you know i hope uh <laughs> you know uh i try i try to avoid talking politics but i love this place you yeah. know i don't think i'll be leaving anytime soon so for soon. example we went to i mentioned briefly we went to denver yeah for that competition i've so never been to denver how was it so we went the first week of December and you it hadn't, skiing, did we didn't go skiing Damn it. <laughs> and I'm going to get there. So we are not really like, I don't want to say we're outdoorsy people, but like a lot of my friends 
that I know from the gym love hiking and getting outdoors and like we would just rather eat food and drink beer. We've talked about this earlier. <laughs> we love going to different breweries. Sure. And Denver has oh, tons of breweries. Really? Tons. <laughs> Lots of great, great breweries. Um, so that was our plan, to eat and drink our way through the city. Um, and it hadn't really snowed a lot. So, like, the skiing was just going to be, like, mediocre anyway. So we're like, yeah. screw it. We'll go back another time if we want to ski. But, but given the climate of everything with COVID right now, um, Masks were required everywhere. And mm. when I say everywhere, like if you got up from your table to go to the bar to get another drink, Jesus. you had to put a mask on, go to the bar. Even though you were inside of this restaurant already yeah. with all these other people eating and drinking without your masks on, just to walk. And a lot of the places required vaccination cards, which was just very interesting. To Wait, me. you said this was 2020 or 2021? This was year. in December of 2021. What? What the hell? Masks just to get up from your table. Had to... Yes. Put it back on. Yes. Jeez. Vaccination cards just to get into restaurants and breweries. That's crazy. It was very, very strict. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah. It, which, you know, and we're living in Texas right now. And people are wearing masks going no, market like, basket or whatever. Like, so like <laughs> I'm like such a reality check for us. Yeah. You know, I hear uh, the cases are spiking again in like Houston, though. They're going red again. It's uh, it's getting out of hand. Even here is looking bad. I mean, yeah. uh, one of our coaches works at St. Elizabeth in the ICU. Actually, she's in the ER, and they're having to hold patients in the ER because there's not enough room to store everyone. Mm. So, I mean, it is it is getting bad. Yeah. But that is where I'm hoping that when this does kind of calm down, people can take a look in the mirror and say, what can I do to prevent this further? Right. Right. Because right. Absolutely. The people who this is not the only case, but the majority of people surviving this without long-term complications are people who are taking care of themselves to a degree. Right. And that's not everybody. I'm not being insensitive. I know people personally who have lost their lives to COVID that did, you know, they were, they were taking measures to take care of themselves. Cool. I was about to say, like me and you, we haven't taken care of ourselves at all. We still have that <laughs> shit. Right. But I mean, but on the up, it's not solely, but the majority of people that are losing their lives to it have a lot of pre-existing exactly. conditions. So it, it is, yeah. It's horrible because we're realizing, hopefully, as a society, country, I think so. world, that... Yeah. Uh, we need a better immune system. I think, yeah. I think if healthy, there's like... And it starts things. from the inside out. For exactly. sure. I think if there's two things I've gotten out of this whole whole like COVID ordeal situation is um, time is everything. Yeah. S spend time with your family, friends, uh -huh. enjoy, enjoy them, uh, appreciate them, but also your health. It's wealth. But I you think, know what I'm saying? I, I, I get I, I haven't treated my body like shit, but, but that's another, I, I know better. You know what another, I'm saying? Yeah. So That's another subject and a rabbit hole to go in because, I mean, you don't have a lot of things that what people were like most companies are putting out right now, like artificial sugars and sweeteners and things like that. You know, the, the food that that's in a grocery store, yeah. that's got a lot to do with it. Well, yeah. the problem is, you know, people really overcomplicate nutrition. Very mm. much so. So people are afraid of, you know, so for example, our gym this month is doing a basic like nutrition challenge, like level one, no sugar. And by no sugar, I don't necessarily mean no fruit with sugar. I'm not saying like worry about the sugar and ketchup. I'm just saying stop eating junk. Right. Okay. Like obvious candy and like, oh, um, yeah. you know, frappuccinos with all kind of sugar involved right, like right. base level mm -hmm. cut the obvious most right. people cut the obvious. can't do that though mm. so when they're worried about all the other stuff and they're like is it organic i'm like are you even eating a vegetable <laughs> <laughs> so what does it matter like one with pesticides is better than nothing right like, exactly. let's be real and and you have so little control over that stuff what about the stuff you can control yeah like stop worrying about the stuff that is you know, on the big outside of the sphere, like focus on your bubble. Like, yeah, what's mainly going in? Like, yeah, sugar you're drinking is water like, for God's sakes. Yeah, like, you'd be surprised what what well, actually plants that do, do repel pesticides and things like that. And for your like at home garden, yeah, for who I was listening, uh, good idea I know sugar, sugar is yeah. like up there with <laughs> like shit, yeah. like fucking cocaine in terms of like uh, ad addiction. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's sugar is very high. The bad you know? thing is oh, a lot yeah. of artificial sweeteners have the same kind of chemical effect on your body. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so they send that signal to your body that it's pleased like sugar pleases you. 
Um, so it sends the same receptors of like the addiction like sugar does. Mm. Even though you're not getting the caloric from it, you're still hormonally kind of jacking what's going on, right? Yeah, about the dopamine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like we're we're just uh, adapted or adjusted to this instant gratification. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that chocolate bar is going to make me happy. Let me eat another one. It's going to make me happier. You know what I'm saying? It's same with social media. Whatever it is, you know, it's just like we have to learn. You got to, you know, get smacked in the face, work your ass off. And then, you know, uh, reward yourself. Yeah. You know? And I mean, something I'm still learning, but, you know. But I, I know for a fact that people don't appreciate the feeling they get from sticking to some level of discipline. You know, like, I'm not saying 100%, but I'm saying if you set a rule of like, don't have candy today and you do that for 10 days in a row, you're going to be like, I'm a fucking boss. <laughs> like I can do anything, yeah. you know, like any level of discipline yeah. is going to make you feel like a rock star. Like when you study for tests in school and you do well, you're like, Oh my God. Look oh, at absolutely. Me. Like yeah. why do we stop growing as people and challenging ourselves just because we're adults and we think we deserve everything. Right. You don't deserve shit. Like you need to earn whatever you're getting in life yeah. damn right there's a reason why i was hard on my daughter you know because self-discipline is the biggest form of self-love there is yeah you know yeah. absolutely and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a firm firm believer in it for sure you know? yeah. and when my son comes you know in march i'm gonna instill that in him because mm -hmm. i didn't have that and it took a long time for me to love myself mm -hmm. he's gonna come out with boxing gloves what's on his hands what's on his legs they look like hands too <laughs> that's tyson right there. we're gonna need two sets of mittens for him when he comes out <laughs> <laughs> Well, Miss Erica, how can everybody reach you? Uh, so, first of all, you can follow both of our gyms on Instagram and on Facebook, CrossFit Beaumont and CrossFit Mid County. Nice. You can kind of check our stories, see what our members are doing every day. We post a lot through both of those avenues. You can follow me uh, at Erica Faust or Erica underscore. I don't even know. Look up Erica Faust on Instagram and <laughs> Facebook. Follow me. I post a lot through my avenues as well. Um, CrossFitBeaumont.com, CrossFitMidCounty.com. Check the gyms out. And then even if it's just me personally, I would love to hear from anyone hearing this that wants to shoot the shit or ask questions or, yeah. I'm sure you all have a lot of questions because, I mean, you, I would love that. You, you gave a lot of game today for sure. I would love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No fear. No pressure. Everybody reach out. Yeah. yeah for sure. You got Let's anything to add, brother? Oh, man. I think I hit just about everything. Yeah. Yes, sir. Cool. Well, Thanks until next time, me, everybody, guys. for sure. You can come back anytime. Bring James. Oh, God. Next that's going to be a whole thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. You guys are going to have to clear the schedule. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So will we. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what schedule? No, yeah. <laughs> Coming soon. Two and a half to three hour podcast. What's up? <laughs> Seriously. All right. Until next time, everybody. Peace.